With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Expressing Motherhood podcast. Host Lindsay Cabot will be talking to creative moms, finding out what kind of projects they are up to and how and when they are finding the time to be creative. To find out more about the stage show Expressing Motherhood, please head on over to ExpressingMotherhood.com. Thanks for joining us. Hi, thanks for being here on the Expressing Motherhood podcast. My name is Lindsay Cabot, and I'll be the host. And today I'm going to be speaking with Los Angeles mom, Loretta Fox. Loretta is an actress, and I met her because she's been in Expressing Motherhood a few times here in L.A. I actually just got done, um, well, I'm in the process, actually, of going over submissions for the next Los Angeles Expressing Motherhood. And the show is going to be in September. We're going to have two dates. Uh, so get your tickets. Tickets are on sale, I think, starting next week. And also Expressing Motherhood is headed back to Boston in September. And um, we'll be in Sioux Falls, South Dakota for the first time in October. So go to the website and check it out. And that's our live um, stage show where people share their stories about motherhood. But right now we're going to be talking to Loretta. Hi, Loretta. Hi, Lindsay. How are you? I'm really good. I found a quiet place for the time being to talk to you. Good. Me too. I'm in my closet. Where are you? I'm under my desk. <laughs> well, thanks for <laughs> thanks for joining. Luckily, me. luckily, I hiked this morning, so I'm feeling pretty limber. <laughs> okay, good. Oh, thanks, Loretta. Um, so Loretta is an actress, a working actress, and I, as I said, I've met I met her in her. She was um in Expressing Motherhood, and so Loretta, tell me about. I want to know more about your acting career. Um. And how many auditions, you know, you're going on now and what shows you've been on? Well, I am now what I I refer to myself as, first of all, I do primarily comedy. That's just kind of what I've fallen into for the last, oh, 20 years, which is great. I love it. Um, And I'm to a point now with my age and my experience, if you will, that I am what I refer to as a utility mom, meaning... I get a lot of offers to do things like, hey, Loretta, can you come in and play the mom of this guy in his music video? Or, hey, Loretta, can you come in and play the mom of this guy who's, you know, uh, having a nervous breakdown? Or, hey, Loretta, can you come in and and play the mom of a guy who's in love with his mom? It's that kind of stuff, mostly, Um, which I love because a lot of it's improvised. I get to really kind of do what I know I can do well. And I'm working with a lot of young, you know, up-and-coming people. I did, I've did. i done a couple of music videos, and I'm 50. I'm a little over 50. Who can say that they do that? I do a lot of stuff right. at Comedy Central. Um, I did a job, actually, where I was playing a teacher on uh, Community, which is a show that I think used to be on NBC, and now it's on Yahoo, uh, playing a mom in that, where I actually had kids that are my own kids' age, which was kind of, 
unusual because usually I play the mom of like a yeah, 20-something guy, usually a guy right. almost never a girl for whatever reason. And, were, you on it when um, Paul were you on it when Paul Schneider was on it? Or was he gone? He got creator. No, 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 because when what happened was they left, I don't know all of the details, but when they left NBC because of some hoopla, he got picked up by um, Yahoo. So they had their final season on Yahoo. So I was in the final scene of the final episode of the final season, and he was there. Oh, gotcha. Okay. It great. was pretty I, surreal. I it was kind of great. That, that is great. I met Paul did my husband's independent film 10 years ago, and so we got to hang out. He was cool. I liked him. But um, He's really nice. He's got such a nice evenness about him and really kind of let us play because we were doing some really kind of crazy stuff. And I, the guy who was playing my husband, I'd worked with on New Girl a few months back, and I think we just have the same comedy DNA because his name's Wayne Fetterman, and we get cast together fairly frequently. It's kind of interesting how that happens. And so do you think Loretta, you know, so Loretta became a birth mom at 40, and you also are a stepmom to... Oh, yeah. Are you a stepmom to two boys or one boy? I can't remember. I'm a stepmom to one boy and one girl. The girl is now 28, and the boy is 23. And we got married, my husband and I. I refer to my his, uh I refer to him as my first husband, and he refers to me as his last wife. <laughs> um, I got married to him when Jacqueline, my my uh, stepdaughter, was sixteen. But I'd known them, you know, prior to that. So it's been a long ride. And so you came in being a stepmom to two teen teenagers. Well, actually, Michael was Michael was only about seven when I came oh. into the picture. Yeah. Okay. Um, but then he was like 11 or 12, 11-ish, I think, when we got married. So, or he was actually, if he's 23 and my son, I am so bad at math, that's not my forte, I is 11. I, so he was like yeah, he was like 11 right. when my son was born. Michael, my stepson, was like 11 when Daniel, my, my birth son that I forced out of me. Um, yeah, he was like 11. So, and gotcha. Jacqueline lives in New York, so we don't see her that much, but I see Michael a lot. And, uh very interesting dynamic between him and my son, I got to say. And do you want to expand kind of on that? I mean, you're not. That's all right. Well, to. they're very different. You know, my my little guy is very ambitious, very competitive, uh, very extroverted, um, loves baseball, very passionate about it. He also is a, as an actor himself. And my uh, stepson, Mike, is very affable, like, easygoing, low-key. Like, he's the nicest guy. I, I think he's my, my husband's favorite. I really do. And that's fine. So their, their dynamic will be something like Michael saying to Daniel, my birth son, you can't talk like that. You can't, you know, you can't talk to adults like that. And Daniel saying stuff to him like, well, at least I don't sit around and drink beer all day. Right, okay. <laughs> Which he doesn't. But they no, just kind of right. bust each other's chops, swim together, they play sports together, Michael takes them to his games. I mean, they're in love. They just, you know, they're both, I've got yeah. a, you know, a young adult and I've got a tween. And I think totally. a lot of people out there knows what know what that means. One's trying to assert his manhood and the other one's trying to, well, assert his teenhood. Yeah. Now, t- so tell me about what it's like for Daniel 
to go on auditions? Because I know there's a few moms in L.A. who, um, you know, we're here and it's close and the kids are going on auditions. I don't know what the, what that's like. How old was he when you started that? And what's it like now for him? Well, I resisted it. I mean, I would always have, like, I have a lot of friends in the business that, you know, are doing films and student films and little stuff like that. So I'd always throw him in the mix with that, like with friends of mine, and he was fine with it. And, you know, I have an agent, and I would take him in there with me because I had to go in there to do voiceover auditions at the agency. And they would see him, and they'd be like, you know what, really, you should have him start doing commercials. You know, he's nine, he looks seven, it's a no-brainer. And I'm like, oh, but what if I don't want to drive to Santa Monica on a Friday? What if he has a baseball game? They're like, it's totally cool. If he can't do it, he can't do it. That's fine. We're understanding. They said, just have him come in and read some copies. So I said, Daniel, do you want to do it? And he goes, sure. So we went in. He came out. The agent gave me a high five. He's like, let's do this thing. I'm like, all right, we'll give it a try. I'm walking my son to the elevator. And he said, Mom, I have an agent, and I don't even care about acting. <laughs> that was that. <laughs> and that's how it worked. And then he probably and got that's booked. How it worked. He has booked 12 national commercials in a year and a half. Oh, yeah. So he just started doing it recently then. He started when he was nine. He started when he was nine. So from the time, I've done the math. Like in a year and a half, which he's been, you know, he did a couple before that. He just did, he does them all, he just does them. I don't know what it is. He has no, he doesn't enjoy going to auditions, but he enjoys being on set. He loves being on set. He's in his element. You know, the last commercial he did, or the one before this one, he did a commercial for Walmart that was really cute, like a coming-of-age thing. And the director said, hey, Daniel, isn't this great? You get to miss school for a couple of days and be on set. And Daniel said, well, actually, I like school, so this is a conflict. <laughs> totally sounds like an L.A. child. I love it. He's yeah. my, old, he, my oldest he, he, he's also He's always like, hey, Mom, how much money do I have in my bank account? And people ask him why he does. He goes, for the money. That's so, funny. I mean, if we could all have this attitude, wouldn't we? Wouldn't it be a, a lot less neurotic place, L.A.? Right. And, exactly. Now, and I and I didn't mean to cut you off about your own acting. So, when... No, no, no. Well, what's see... interesting about it, but, but mm-hmm. it, doesn't have, it has to do with my other career with my son, because so many times, like, he booked a pilot, not this past season, but the season before, and he tested a couple times this year. Yes which didn't go, but he did it. And everybody would say, do not get him a coach. Do not give him classes. He's so natural. And in my mind, I'm thinking, yeah, but I coach him. You know, okay. I mean, when I when he first started doing it, he was just kind of learning how to read. I coach him. So through that, yeah. organically, I started coaching kids. And I yeah. actually now teach improv. I have, like, five improv classes that I teach to kids from the ages of five up to about 21, and I love mm. it. I absolutely love it. Oh, where are those classes at? I shouldn't send my kids. I fun. teach well, – the classes that I teach are on Sundays at a place called Comedy Sports, which is in Hollywood, West Hollywood, and I teach for um, a company called Huckleberry Friends Productions. They're actually friends of mine that have sort of an empire of, of uh, teaching kids. They have coaching, coach, private coachings. They have on-camera classes. They have scene study classes. They have commercial workshops. They have all that. And I am their teacher for the improv classes that they have on Sundays throughout the year. 
a riot. And so, wait, are you? Is it mixed ages that you teach during your class, or? No, well, a little bit, but not so much. Like my first class of the day is the five to eight year olds. My second okay. class is the nine to twelve year olds. My third class is the uh, tween class. My fourth class is the teen class, and my fifth class is actually teaching a group called the Hooligans, who have graduated up the ranks and have become their own acting troupe. And they do a show a couple times a year where we charge and they get all the money. Oh, Loretta, I should know about that. I should. I'll post on it. I'm always looking. I'm always looking for children's theater ideas. You know, places oh to take my kids. Yes, we will talk about that. I, I have a lot of ideas okay. about that. I mean, it's. Okay. I'll tell you something. Improv to me is one of the best, uh, the best tools yep. that you can have. Whether you are a performer, whether you're right. a writer. Whether no matter who you are, child, adult, because it's all about play, and play is so important. And you know, children automatically know how to do it. So a lot of times, kids are extremely natural improvisers. It's as we get older where we start to edit ourselves, and we start to try to think ahead, and we start to try to wonder what the person's going to say next. Where it becomes more difficult, but kids have a natural facility to do it, and it's super exciting for me. And it's been just it's been very um fulfilling and it augments my own acting career because it helps me as well to be able to go in with confidence and many times in this city now especially for commercial auditions they will ask you to improvise they will ask you just to talk about yourself talk about your day talk about wow. where you're going in the summer you know stuff like that gotcha so i think it's a great you, skill to have and i love it i think it's a great skill even if you're not going to be even if you're not interested in being an actor, I just think that people skills are so important and having that confidence is something I really want my kids to have. Absolutely. It really does I mean, instill the confidence. Yeah. It's also super fun and it yeah. lets you kind of let your hair down. If you're in a class situation like what I have, they become very familiar with each other and there's just who wouldn't want a job where, where kids are laughing 80% of the time? I agree, and you know? I think it's good for kids to learn that it's okay to be laughed at. I mean, in an, in a supportive nature or group, and and to fail almost in a way, you know. That is so true, Lindsay. Really. Yeah. You know, you are, you said that word fail. You know, you can fail and fail and fail and fail, but that doesn't make you a failure. Because if you're failing, right. you're doing something, you're trying something, and a lot of times in that failure is where the humor comes, and we know that, yeah. right? It's oftentimes the yeah. thing that you didn't expect or like even in Expressing Motherhood, depending on what movement or any show that I do, but particularly Expressing Motherhood because yep. the, the beauty of the show in the past is that we've been able to do it for five, six nights in a row. So each night you get a different response and it's not just because the audience is different. It's because you're making a different expression or you're you're taking a different uh, uh, tact with something or you're even just making a subtle movement and you see how it changes the reaction and that's very freeing, you know what I mean, to be able to just do that. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to look into that. And so another thing I know, and I, was, I just started to think about something you and I have in common, which is meditating, speaking about being neurotic and living in L.A., um, I started suffering from a lot of anxiety last summer and got into meditating and then found out that you have been meditating for a long time. And Would you be willing to talk about that? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, first of all, you know, throughout the years, I've tried to meditate, and I'd be like, okay, it's time to meditate. All right, so we're going to go meditate now. <laughs> 
And I, mm-hmm. I'd have my my oils and my tinctures. I'd put on, you know, the all music. I'd do everything. I'd try yeah. to quiet everything down. And you know what? I just couldn't do it. It would make me feel like I was having a panic attack for whatever reason. Maybe I wasn't ready for it. I don't know. But then my husband started doing TM, Transcendental Meditation, um, yeah. and he wanted my son, Daniel, and I to do it as well. And I was like, well, okay, I, you know, I'll try it. And for the first time, it wasn't difficult because for me, it wasn't about clearing my mind so much, which I think is kind of difficult to do. It was about just letting my thoughts go and allowing myself an appointment twice a day to sit quietly for 20 minutes and just go deep. And the analogy is like you can swim on the surface of the ocean and then you can go deep. And both are fine. It's about the, the surface and then the, and then the diving and then the surface and then the diving. And I start my day with it. You know, I start my day and then I, but I meditate in my car. You know, I, if, I, if my kids at baseball practice and I have to wait, I meditate in my car. I, I meditate a lot of different places. I meditate before I go to dinner if I have to. My car is really a good place to meditate because I have tents and windows. And people just think I'm asleep. Yeah, so you, so, me- <laughs> so you meditate you know, twice a day. And it helps I do for twice how long? a day. I mean, not always twice a day, but I try to do it twice a day. And and now I have I've I've turned it into a whole different kind of practice, um, where like in the morning it's the TM for 20 minutes, and then I let myself come out of it for a couple of minutes. It's how I start my day, and it just sort of makes me go into it a lot more, um, a lot less frantic. And then later in the day, I have another thing that I do, which I it's just sort of like radiating out good thoughts to others and to myself, but it's all part of the meditation process. And I'll tell you what, sometimes my son will say to me, hey, Mom, I think you need to go meditate. My kids say, <laughs> because they, they say it to me too. Do, do they say that? Yeah. Yeah. Because it makes a difference. And it, it's yeah. great. It is great. And Am so, I, well, I, what, what is it called again? So people, I guess I can tell people again. It's called, like, where trans- they, it's called, it's called Transcendental Meditation. It has been around forever for a long time. It's not it's not um, a religious type of meditation, though you can certainly put a spiritual slant on it. Um, the Maharishi is the one that start you know that is known for doing for bringing this to the the West. Um, it's done in India. It's the one that's done in India a lot. It sort of had a kind of crazy rap. Back in the 60s, the Beatles, John Lennon was doing it. Um, a lot of musicians were, were doing it. It got kind of a reputation as being a hippy-dippy kind of thing. But now okay. David Lynch, the director, is a big yes. proponent of transcendental meditation and is very active in bringing it into schools to help kids, and not just at-risk kids, but all kids, um, because and, uh, he is a well, firm believer in the power of it power of it and so it's funny because I, I read that Jerry Seinfeld does it and he's big time, big time yeah which, and you know, and he's not meditation at all it, he's not at all and it's the only meditation that's proven scientifically proven to reduce your heart rate reduce your blood pressure all of those things and my husband you know has had different issues in the past and so he's taking it upon himself to be proactive about it and meditating is one of the things that he did so that he reduces stress and it's been remarkable really the difference and when I went and we had our instructors Jesse and Natasha we went to the center in Los Feliz um, 
I looked at him and I said, he looks like he was just born like two days ago. And she looks like she just had the best sex she's ever had. I think I'm going to try this. (laughs) (laughs) I think your husband and I might have similar heart issues. I have, I don't know, but you don't have to say what he has, but I have tachycardia. And so that, it freaked me out. And then that's why I had to make lifestyle changes. And I started doing a different type of meditation. I can't, what the heck did I do? I went to Inside LA. I don't know what it's called. I don't know what type of meditation it is, but it worked for but me. But is it working well. for you? Okay, if it's working. Yeah, it totally great. Worked. And I, I think it's similar. Like they, she wasn't saying to clear my mind, clear my mind, because that never worked for me before. But you can it's go to impossible. Inside LA. It's impossible, and you can go to Inside LA. I tell everybody from like all over, and they do free downloads. You can do or UCLA or MIT. I mean, you know, these are not hippy dippy institutions. MIT's founded on science and they are saying how important it is and even I went to, I go to a women's heart support group at UCLA and the cardiologists were saying that they want us to do this for our heart to meditate what a difference uh, it, 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 it is I mean the thing is how could it hurt and yeah. the other thing and I, and I don't mean to sound all like woo woo because I'm not a completely selfless human being at all but I honestly oh, yeah. feel, and tell me if you agree, Lindsay, and and other people feel the same, that when I'm meditating, I am helping this planet because it's well, sending out energy yeah. to the planet. That is, that if if it, let's say if you're in a if there's 500 people in a building and two of them or th- 300 of them are meditating, think about the calm that's going to be there. It's yeah. I feel like it's contagious. I feel like it's there's so many, so much negative energy that's sent out there. We see that on the news all the time. But yeah. when you're meditating, there's no way you can be negative, and there's no way that that can't have an effect on not just you, but your family members, and onward and outward and outward, almost as if you're a pebble and it's ripple and you're right. thrown into the water and it ri- the ripple effect. That's how I look at it. True. And that's I guess I look at it. Doing yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Loretta. Sorry. No, no, no. I was just going to say, that's what keeps me do it. That's what makes me do it twice a day. The once a day, it's kind of for me. And the second time of the day, it's kind of for everybody I love. Oh, I like that. Yeah. You know, I need, I need, that's great. I was doing it kind of selfishly for myself in the beginning, but not, but also it was for myself so I'd calm the F down so I could be a calmer parent. Um, well, and that is that is what it is all about because we aren't, you know, we aren't a one-man show, especially if you're a mom. There's no way. And if you're doing something to make you feel good that isn't, you know, destructive, then your kids are going to feel that big time. They may not know it, but they they will, it it will be having an effect on them for sure. Yeah. Okay, so... We, we're getting towards the end, so tell me about, now I met you through doing Expressing Motherhood, which, um, and Loretta also, I mean, Loretta's hilarious, for those of you who don't know, and she has incredible legs <laughs> and wears jean shorts, you need to know that, too. <laughs> I have them um, right now. I mean, I'm 38, and Loretta's like, you have them on, yeah, Loretta's a total babe, um, way, way Aww, babier hi. than this, this 38-year-old bod, but, um. So what other, you know, spoken, she's done lots of spoken venues around town. And so what, what do you, what other projects do you have going on right now? Well, um, besides the spoken word, which I'm doing Wendy Hammer's 
show in July at the Santa Monica Playhouse. Uh, okay. I, I, you know Wendy quite well, don't you? Yes. Yeah. So you're gonna. She's yeah. Wendy Hammers is another incredible Los Angeles mom who I need to have on the podcast, and she does a lot of things. And one of them, are you gonna be in Tasty Words? Is that what you'll be performing? Yes, I'm in? in Tasty Words, and it's the sexy show because, of course, why not? Oh my God. Perfect. Yeah, because Loretta so I'm gonna, is... I'm going to be wearing my, my jean shorts. I'm going to be doing a piece that I think I premiered maybe in, in Exmo, which is the Smexy piece. Yeah. I'm sure that's where Wendy saw me perform it, and she that evening invited me to perform in her show. So I'm going to do it for her. And then I'm doing I'm doing Strong Words, a new piece, um, also in July. That's a show, Larry Dean show, that you know Larry yeah, Dean as well. Yeah, Larry was in Expressing Motherhood. He's awesome. God. Yeah. So awesome. And then I'm also, when I told you about my my propensity to play the utility mom in a lot of these different things, and these aren't things that I audition for. These are things that people call up and say, will you do this? Will you play this part of this mom? It's going to be very sexually explicit or, you know, you're going to be a raging alcoholic that's abusive or – I'm 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 now processing an idea and in talks about turning that into a half hour called working title Mommy Parts. What do you think? I love it. I love it, and I think there needs to be more. You know, I'm this is sort of how I end every show. I feel like coming back to this, or it's there just needs to be more. Um, what I, I can't think of the word, but there needs to be more programming out there for, about moms. That's I not think just, so. You know, and this will be the balance yeah. of the reality of a mom and her real kid and stepson. And I already know who would play my stepson. I'd probably have my own kid play my kid because he can do it. And then the reality of a mom playing a mom on television. So you could also incorporate a lot of the young, crazy kids. And um, it would just show – it's sort of like – I don't know if you watched The Comeback, but it, it's sort of oh, like I'm that not- where – I love it, and that's the kind of tone that oh, I wanted to have. Where, that. okay, yeah. So I'm just now processing it, but it, it seems like an organic way to go, um, and develop it through improv and just honestly through my own true stories. I have a lot of true yeah. stories of showing up, and the director was 16. Years old. I love it, and I, and I love the comeback because it's funny, but yet I was there really touching at the same time. I felt like it was, you Absolutely. know, pulling it. You, you're cringing yeah. for her, you're cr- and yet she's she's so narcissistic, and yet she wants it so badly, and in the last season you realize what a good actress she is. And I don't know. I just love that show so much. I know not everybody is not for everybody, well, and I, this wouldn't be for everybody. But that's what I'm developing right now. That's what I'm working on. Well, that's, that's exciting, Loretta. That's awesome. Um, yeah. And so... I think that's about it. What else should we throw in there? Oh, so one more time. So to, to see Loretta Fox, you should, if you're in Los Angeles, go see her in Windy Hammer's Tasty Words. And then you can also see her in um, Strong Words, right? Uh, Larry D. Yeah. Harris's Strong Words. Yeah, Tasty Words. Words. I'm trying to see what day is Tasty Words. Tasty Words is the 16th, which is a Thursday at the Santa Monica Playhouse. Okay. Whoa. And then Strong Words is the 11th, and that's in Silver Lake at uh, the Spirit Studio, and that's a Saturday. And then I'm also doing it again, but not until September, and that's on the 19th. Once again, Strong Words, and that's the, the Spirit Studio in Silver Lake. 
Awesome. And I'm sure you'll be back in Expressing Motherhood. Um, but we don't know when that will be right now, so we can't announce. We don't know. But anyway, Loretta's, Loretta's well, amazing. I love doing the show. I love XMO. I love doing it. I love attending it. It's just something that I look forward to over and over. I never get tired of it. That's for sure. You're great, Lindsay. Oh, you're great. Well, everyone loves you backstage and and on <laughs> and in the audience. Thanks. Well, well thanks. I enjoy it. Oh, well, thanks for being on my podcast, Loretta. And now you can get out from under the desk. I'm trying to crawl out now. Okay. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Loretta. Bye. Thanks, dear. Bye. Welcome. Bye. Thanks so much for joining me here on my podcast. That was Loretta Fox. For our links, you can go to you can go to uh, the description below. And please use the hashtag Exmo Show. And don't forget about the Expressing Motherhood stage shows coming up. We've got Los, downtown Los Angeles in September, Boston in September, Sioux Falls, South Dakota in October, and Des Moines, Iowa in February. So that's it. Until next time, thanks so much. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.